Aristotle said, there is only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. What is our addiction to caring what people think? Well, it's an evolutionary adaptation, that's for sure, because our ancestors live in small tribes. We cared about status quo. We cared what people thought of us because it could be a death sentence. If the tribe didn't like us, they could kill us or kick us out. We'd have no access to mates or food. You had to maintain a social order where everybody was equal. This was the egalitarian, fiercely egalitarian way of life for our hunter-gatherer ancestors that evolution figured out through hundreds of thousands of years. And then we started farming, hoarding resources, weapons to protect that plot of land where you're growing your resources. And this led to war, to money, to commerce, to everything. And of course, I love the modern world. I love technology. I love all these things we can do. But I'm under no illusions that the modern environment is natural for humans. It's not. So today's topic is, you know, how most people go through life and they don't do what they want to do. They live for other people. It's so tragic. It's such a waste. And in fact, the, one of the top five regrets of the dying is I wish I wouldn't have lived my life for others and live for myself. Imagine that you're 70, 80, you're on your deathbed, or maybe you get diagnosed with cancer early on, 50, and you're laying there, you know, your kids are eight, nine, 10, I don't know, growing up, you're not going to see their future. You're not going to be able to do things you wanted to do. You never took a trip to Europe or Asia or any of the things you want to do. You didn't start that business you want to do. You didn't write that play or that book or that thing that you had inside of you. How are you going to feel? I mean, visualize it. This is known as negative visualization. This is a technique that Stokes used. I highly recommend it. I think about the death of people I love all the time because it helps me realign to the moment, to gratitude, to what's important. It's tragic that people live their lives. They stifle their creativity and things they want to do because they're so worried about what somebody may or may not say. And guess what? Most of the time, our fears don't come true. I believe it was Mark Twain that said, I've had a great many troubles in my life in a, at my old age, most of which never came true. And of course, I paraphrase that and botched that. But it's so true. Think about the amount of things that you're always so worried about, like over the past 10 years, most of which didn't come true. The things that you were nervous about that turned out great, or that wasn't a big deal, or that nobody really cared about. The mistakes you made that you thought everybody was going to laugh at you and poke fun and post all over your Facebook about how you're an idiot. Yet nobody did that. What the hell are you so afraid of? You get one chance at this life. And even if you think there's an afterlife, you don't get this version of life. Maybe you float around in some ether utopia heaven or whatever but you still don't get this physical life. And this physical life is really fucking awesome. It's fun. It's amazing. If you take advantage of it and you do what you need to do, and humans are not hardwired to do this. We are simple animals, yet we try to think we're gods. And we fall victim to habits that are built into our biology. And one of them is caring what people think. You can control this. You can mitigate this though. There's things that you can do. I'm recording this video in the privacy of my own home, in my studio. Nobody has any say in what I say. I can edit it on the back end. I can release it or not release it. And when I used to put videos out, I was nervous about it. Is anybody going to watch it? What will they say? Negative comments. And the more I did it, the more it was natural, the more I didn't care what people had to say. And you do that more and more and more and over and over and over. And before you know it, you're literally a different person. Navy SEALs, they jump out of a plane 100 times. They dive 100 times or more. Why? Because that's how you get good at things and that's how you remove the fear. The first time jumping out of your plane, I guarantee you, you're gonna be afraid. But the hundredth time, just walk in the park another day. You can take baby steps. You can micro step. You can micro evolve to things where you could fly to the radar. Wait to get results before you announce your big thing or your business or whatever. Wait to have customers. Don't tell people about your goals or plans. A lot of times people are just gonna try to shit on them anyways. 
because you're disrupting the status quo. People want you to stay in your little box. But if you want more for your life, you have to step out of that box, get in a bigger box, then step out of that box again. And every step of the way, there's gonna be people trying to keep that lid on that box. They want you to stay in that box because you're a threat to them. You're a threat to what they think about you. And potentially you're a threat to their way of life. Well, if, if Joe makes a bunch of money, what does that say about me? I feel like I'm smarter than him. Why does he get to make all this money or whatever? You see this all the time, everywhere. I mean, so much of society is built on this. Rich, middle class, poor, whatever. You go in a neighborhood, you all make the same amount of money. You buy the same cars. You compete with each other. You complain about your neighbors or doing this, whatever. You call them, you report, you do all these things. Like humans are not designed for a world where we have fake processed food. We stay in one place at all times. We don't move very often. We have all these strangers around us that we don't know. We're not built for this. And that's why we have so many of the problems that we have. Tribalism, racism, bullying, malnutrition, obesity, heart disease, cancer, things that didn't even exist in the hunter-gatherer world. So if you want to do anything great, you have to fight through those natural, biological, psychological things built into you. Because those things want you to stay safe. They want you to not disrupt the status quo. They want you to not garner ill will or comments or anything socially risky, because that could be a threat to your survival. That's what your biology thinks. To circumvent that, you have to find strategies, step-by-step, step, whatever that is. And that's why you see, it takes people a long time to really come into their own skin to, to become who they are. When I was 21, I'm not, I'm not the same person. In fact, I'm generally not the same person I was a year ago because I'm always evolving. I'm always shedding that skin and growing into a newer skin. I'm happy for that. Like I want to always be doing that because that means I'm growing. If I am in the same place I was a year ago, I'm probably stagnating. I'm probably not doing what I should do. So I'm always looking for opportunities to grow. And honestly, as an actual bit of advice, get a camera, get your phone, put it on landscape mode and just talk to it and then put it on YouTube. Like even if you have no aspirations whatsoever to be a YouTube star or an influence or anything, just do it for therapy. Talk about an idea you care about. Talk about something you're passionate about. Film your hobby and just put it out there. Don't worry about thumbnails or SEO or titles, or whatever. Just like call it something and just do it. Do it for personal development. Do it for yourself. And yes, you should release it. You should put it out there because it's real then. It's not just you talking to a screen and then letting it sit on your hard drive. Do it for the sake of pushing back the opinions. You know, think about opinions like this. Like all these opinions around you, it's like this bubble and it keeps pushing you back to whatever level you keep that bubble up or retracted. If you have a small bubble, all these opinions push on you wherever that bubble is. And every time you increase that bubble, those opinions get pushed further away till eventually you have such a big bubble that you can't even see the opinions. They're a mile away because that's how big your bubble is, huge bubble around you. That's all based on you and what you want and your values and what you believe, not what other people are trying to get into your head. It's a tragedy that so many people will end up on their deathbeds regretting the things they didn't do and they will have no time. So do something about it. Start today. Find what your flavor is. Find your strategy. Constantly evolve. Constantly shed your skin. Constantly jump from one box to another. And don't let people, the world, society, family, friends, partners, don't let them keep you in a smaller box. Because at the end of your life, when you realize that was ridiculous, and stupid and petty and egotistical and you maybe even hate that person for it, well, it's really yourself. It's your responsibility, not theirs. 
Hey, everybody, Colin here. Thanks for listening to that show. I want to let you know about my newest podcast over at Escaping Fragility, a show about building a life for yourself, being safe, being secure, having a plan B, so that if this crazy world of 2020 continues or gets worse, which a lot of the numbers are suggesting it will, then you and your family will be protected. A lot of my content for my personal brand has been focused on giving people the knowledge, the expertise, the skills, and just the awareness of some of the craziness that's going on so that they can protect themselves, so that they can fight back, so that they can be civilly disobedient, so that we can stymie the ever encroaching spread of government and of corporate and political agenda. If more citizens do not stand up, fight back, speak up, there's gonna be nothing left to protect. And I don't like fear mongering and I'm generally optimistic person, but 2020 has stressed me out. At first it didn't, but then it did. When I really saw what was going on, when I read a little bit between the lines, and even now, the craziness is continuing, and I don't see it letting up anytime soon. The masses are too easily manipulated. And so I'm more concerned what's going to happen in 2021, when the next flu season comes through, and another coronavirus is weaponized, and then who knows what's going to happen. Travel restrictions, mandatory vaccines, chipped and prodded like cattle. People think it can't happen. They stick their head down, but they did in Mao's China. They did in Stalin's Russia. They did in Nazi Germany. And then it was too late. And who pays the price? It's always, always, always the citizens that are having faith and that are just hoping things get better. They're the ones that always pay the price. So the first thing we can do is protect ourselves and our family, have our plan B, have an escape option, and then we can help others. Head over to Colin.Coach, get on the AM5 newsletter. You'll get all the shows every week. And you can also find me on YouTube and iTunes or Spotify or Google Play. Get prepared before it's too late. 